Well, what is up, everybody? One of those days, I guess. One of those weeks, I guess. One of those months, I guess. But it always makes me feel better to talk to you guys. You know what I mean? Ugh. I just can't fucking believe some of the stuff I read every day. I mean, every day I wake up, I'm like, do I want to enjoy myself or do I want to get on Twitter? Do I want to enjoy myself or do I want to watch the news? This makes me enjoy myself. You know the words. What? everybody welcome to fairly normal i am josh wolf sorry about that (laughs) i am josh wolf and yeah man lots to get to lots to talk about i hope you guys are doing well wherever you are um making shit happen for yourselves um feeling some positive some positive vibes not just negative shit Reaching out to people and being good and all that other shit. But Twitter today, man. What? First of all, what is happening? What is happening? I'm, uh, first, let me just address here. What's going on with my friend Rebecca Corey and, and Dana Min Goodman and from Dana and Julia and all from the... Uh, they were all involved in... Um, you know, Louie taking his dick out, or at least asking Rebecca to tell you if he could take his dick out and masturbate in front of her. And I really, when Rebecca said to me, uh, after it came out, she was like, I, I know I'm going to get a ton of shit. I'm like, how could you get a ton of shit? You're not, you, you are 0% in the wrong. Who, what could somebody possibly give you shit about? Somebody who was your boss essentially or you know somebody higher up on the ladder in the profession that you want to be in asked you if he could jerk off in front of you what part of that makes that your fault i couldn't even understand same with dana and julia i was like how could they possibly get any shit and then people started in people were giving dana and julia shit for not getting out of the room guys you have no idea and neither do i by the way i don't know how i'd react that's not true I've been, I've been touched, I've been grabbed, I've been groped, and sometimes you just laugh it in a terrible way off. Sometimes, anybody who's ever seen my meet and greets knows that people ask, can I touch your ass? Can I grab your ass? Is that cool if I grab your ass? Hey, I'm just going to grab your nuts for the picture. No, no, that's, that's pretty much not okay. But like, you really don't know how to react. 
You don't know how to react sometimes. And I know some people are giving Dana and Julia shit for not getting up and leaving. You, what are they going to do? It, I, I get it. But the blaming of the victim for not reacting the way you think they should react in that situation. Guys, it's just like, you know, when a shark comes up, you're supposed to punch it in the nose. You're supposed to punch it in the nose. Who's got that kind of reaction? Who, who, who can guarantee me at 100% certainty when they see a shark coming, they're going to punch it? You always do the, exactly what you're supposed to do. Sometimes you just, you're shocked. I'm sure they didn't expect some grown man. And by the way, on another note, jerking off in front of two people who are clothed sounds terrible. Like there's no way I could. Why is that fun? I'd be so insecure because I know what my face looks like when I jerk off because I had to do it once in the mirror just to see what I looked like. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. So I'm my friend Rebecca. I was like, how could they how could anyone give her shit? He asked. She said no. How could she possibly be in the wrong? I get a I, I, I'm on her Twitter feed earlier today, and she sends out a tweet that says, Here's an example of just one of many, many tweets I'm getting from men along with countless threats and attacks on me as a performer in person. This is what coming forward gets you and exactly why people are so reluctant to do so. And the reply, and so she screen grabbed, somebody tweeted to her, you piece of shit, no talent, vindictive cunt. Hope you're enjoying your 15 minutes of fame because in two months you'll go back to being just another unfunny female comedian. All he did was ask if he could jerk off in front of you and you're making him out to be this evil monster, you fucking scumbag. What? First... Just the sentence, all he did was ask if he could... What the fuck are you saying, man? What the fuck are you... If somebody took their dick out in front of my daughter and jerked off in front of them, I would be in jail. I would be in jail. How can you say... And here's another thing, man. You, you, you can't decide how something like this affects somebody else. You don't know what it's like in this business. Also, it must be really fucking scary to try to call out one of the most powerful people in your business. It's another reason they don't come forward. But this type of shit, all he did, all he did. Are you out of your mind? All he did? Now, clearly, I'm not putting... Uh, I'm not putting um, all he um, uh, somebody asking to jerk off in front of somebody else in the same category as rape. I'm not. It's not. Both fucking awful, though. Both fucking awful. And I gotta tell you, you're you're assigning the punishment to Rebecca and Dana because you like Louie or you don't think what he did was that bad. Great. They're not assigning the punishment. They didn't tell Netflix to cancel his special. They didn't tell FX to cancel the show. They just told their stories. And, oh, there was a chain. So again, you're blaming the victim just for telling the story. Are they not supposed to tell the story? Why can't they tell the story? If it was no big deal, why did Netflix cancel? 
Why did FX cancel? Look, guys, we all have our skeletons in the closet. You know, we all do. We all have some things that we wish nobody would ever know about us. We all do. But when that thing is an abuse of power, when that thing is an, a, 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 a harassment, when that thing is sexual assault, that needs to be told. That needs to be told. And it's the same thing with this Roy Moore shit, the, the, the dude from Alabama. I can't believe some people's defense is, well, it happened 30 years ago. Yeah, that's true. It happened 30 years ago. Does that mean you're not allowed to get punished? Does that mean that, look, when you do something to somebody that changes their life, when you do in a negative way, and what you're doing is illegal, and you change someone's life in a negative way, I don't know what the statute of limitations on that are. Don't you think you should be punished for that? Just because, so they had, maybe what you did affected 10 years of their life in a really negative way where they couldn't trust men, they couldn't trust their boss, they couldn't trust their boyfriend, whatever, their husband, whatever. They were scared to be by themselves with people um, in power, whatever. It made them you know, a lot of people go under depression. A lot of people blame themselves. Whatever. You think that time, that's fine. Your time served is that you just, it doesn't bother them anymore. Nope. 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 And let me tell you something, man. If a 35-year-old likes 14-year-old girls, that doesn't go away. You think Roy Moore... And that motherfucker was banned from a mall. You know how hard it is to get banned from a mall? You go to the mall. I see about 70 people there every time I go. I'm like, that person should not be here. You got banned from a fucking mall. Mm, you got to do some pretty shady shit. Here's all I'm saying. You're blaming these women. Whatever you think about Louis, uh, whatever you think about what he did. However serious or not serious you think it is. The fact that you can somehow blame the people he did it to. On you can blame them for what's happened to him. That's not the case. They are not the ones dishing out the punishment. They aren't. I will say this also, everybody. Look. In 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 all fairness, if we're going to sit here. And believe all of Ray Moore's, Roy Moore's, Roy Moore's accusers. Mm, shouldn't we kind of believe some of Clinton's? I mean. Right. We seem to only believe the people that we like. But shouldn't we? Now, I, I, I know he settled a bunch of his stuff out of court. And um, I don't know what side you fall on on people settling. I personally know people who have settled cases, not because they were guilty, but they were like that. This is just a story that will haunt me forever. Right. And it's a fucking shame, but you just do what you got to do. But if everybody who doesn't like more doesn't believe him, there were also like, I don't know how many women, but I think a few who 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 have said that Clinton raped them 
um, you know, I, I, I am a person who, who, who I am a person who my, I, I don't decide who's guilty and not guilty by who, where people vote. That's not it. And I don't know what can happen with Clinton because I think most of his cases settled out of court. So I don't know that that there's anything to do with that, but I don't know why, you know, if you like the Clintons, why you still hold him in such high esteem. If you don't like these other motherfuckers, are you saying that you just like him and what he did for the country and continues to do for the country? And I think he's a very smart man. I think he's got a lot of great ideas, but I mean, but his all shucks, like they're all, you know, they're all crooked, right? They're all fucking crooked. It's all about money, guys. Look, you know, last week I talked about big business. I wish, I fucking wish, I fuck, the only thing they listen to is money. I wish we could all get together and just go Motorola flip phone for a year, everybody, and say, fuck you and your smartphones. Make them so they work. Make them so they don't break every two years so you can get, make. hey, I don't need a new charger. Make the fucking charger hold the same. I wish we could get together because all we're doing is fighting with each other and the rich people still getting richer and the crooked politicians still crooked and they're all in fucking bed together. Uh, Anyways, guys, support each other. When somebody has been victimized, they've already been the victim once. Don't make them the victim again. I mean, don't make them the, they've already been the, yeah, don't make them a victim again with your hate and your fucking verbal shit. If somebody has been sexually assaulted, you know, that can affect them for the rest of their lives. This is not a time for us to be pointing fingers at them. It's for them, for us to be opening our arms and being like, hey, I'm sorry. And I have to tell you, and if Jen Kirkman still talked to me, I would say this to her. She was right about something that I was a little defensive about. And I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast. But, you know, she, you know, she used to, uh, I read some of her tweets before and I would email her not, or text her. I wouldn't do it on Twitter and be like, hey, but why you say men? Why you say men, you need to? Because if I said black people, you need to. Or women, you need to. Or Mexicans, you need to. That would be caused, that would be like a generalization of a group of people that wasn't fair. And I, as a man who isn't taking his dick out in front of people, was like, what the fuck? You know? But she said to me a couple times, it's not all men, but it is every woman. It is every woman. Every woman. Ask every woman if she's felt scared or threatened or been harassed or ask. And, or, you know, unwanted, come on, the unwanted, come on, like, you know, look, if you're at a bar and a guy comes up and talks to you and he's polite at least and tries to get your number or whatever, you can't get mad. You can't get mad. I'm sorry. You can't get mad. You can, well, you can, I can't tell you not to get mad, but look, that's the way we meet people. We walk up and talk to them. And if somebody thinks somebody else is attractive, they're probably going to walk up and talk to them. So I would hope that if a dude walks up and talks to you in a polite manner, you're not a dick. I have seen that too. Um, but 
she said to me, you're right, it's not all men, but why, why can't you just get behind every woman? That sounds dirty, but it isn't. And she was right. That's the thing, is that the more I talk to people, uh, and the more I talk to uh, other women and women in my life and in my family, they all have the same, you know, the same experience, but they all experience something. It's just like when I hear people talking about, you know, statistics about how many black people have been shot by cops and statistically more white. Okay. Whatever. If you, that's fine. But I know for a fact that if I'm at a stoplight and a cop pulls up next to me, I feel way different than if I'm a black guy. And I, I again, ask my black friends. I am, both my sister-in-laws are black. Hey, uh, do you do you get a little nervous? Yeah. They're a little more nervous around police. If you ask every black person, again, not all cops, true, but every black person has a story. So that's the thing, guys. Like, you have to take it off of, you have to, tr- look, Anybody who doesn't think that it's difficult just day to day being black. Anybody try being the minority for a day where every room you walk into, they're all black. Every restaurant you walk into all black, every mall you walk into all black. Try it. Has that ever happened to you? I remember the first time it happened to me, there was like a, uh, about a four or five hour period where I was basically the white guy. And I was like, this is like, this is different fucking, yeah, you walk around with a certain, you definitely a little more confidence when you're in the majority, you know? Although part of me wanted to bow up a little bit and make myself seem tougher than I was, but that's not the point. Point being, everybody, of course not all cops, of course not all cops, all black people. I've never been followed around a store. All black people. That's the thing, guys. So I, I I understand the coming to the defense of police. I do. Because I think police have an incredibly difficult, the most difficult job. I could never do that job. Because if I was in a situation where I had to choose in seconds, if he has a gun, or she, but we'll say he because it's mostly, if he has a gun... I could die. So I'm going to shoot him. But if he doesn't have a gun and that's not what he's reaching for, I'm fucked. Now, it seems like that would be a lot of that has to do with training. But it also, guys, just has a lot to do with, I don't, you don't know how you're going to react until you're in that situation. I'm not excusing it. I'm just telling you, it seems like a really, really difficult job. That being said, Black folks, clear. listen, if you listen to 70s funk, they were talking about the police doing bad shit in their neighborhood. This isn't like, this isn't new. This is something that black people have been dealing with for years. I don't know why it's such, again, not all cops, all black people have dealt with something like this. That's why I'm saying. I don't know what the argument is. I don't know the statistics. You know, I, I'm I'm not my buddy Clay Travis who's got a ton of about you know this is how many white people have been shot by cops and this is how many black people. I don't that. 
to me, the problem in today's society isn't that there aren't enough facts. There are fucking too many facts. I can find any fact I want. I just got to go on internet. Find any fuck fact I want. Guys, I, I don't know the facts. I don't, I don't know the numbers about how many black people have been shot and how many white people. I don't. And I don't need to. Because that's not the point. The point is we need to listen to a part of our population. Black folks, women, who are to 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 each one, to 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 a man or a woman, I'm sorry, is having similar experiences. So don't take it as an affront on yourself. If you're a white guy, don't be like, well, I don't fucking do that. Good, good for you. But still be empathetic to 50% of the country who have felt violated or scared or harassed or assaulted at least one time in their life. And if you're like, fuck the fucking black people and their black lives matter. All right. Be empathetic, everybody. I know not all cops. A hundred percent not all cops. I know a lot of cops. They're good fucking people. A hundred percent. But black people all have the same experience. Why? And by the way, I don't think it's just white cops. I don't think so. I, I would bet you if you ask some black folks, they, they, it's not just the white police. All right? Okay. That is enough of that stuff. But at the heart of it, I go back to this. If you're good to each other and you don't watch the news, the news is there to scare you. You know, look, if they did a news show, it was an hour of just good stories. Nobody would watch it. Why? We like, man, fear makes you do shit more than happiness. Fear, the idea that you might lose something or somebody's coming to get you is going to make you fucking do something. So, my thing is, and, and, and ah, the fucking name calling and the amount of fake Twitter accounts egging people on, I mean, oh, whoever's running those is sitting back and laughing. Be good to the people next to you. Be good to the people next to you. Can I say it again? Be good to the people in your office. Be good to the people in your house. Be good to the people on your street. Because then they do the same thing. And eventually everybody's nice to each other. And those motherfuckers in Washington or wherever the fuck they are, they, they're just trying to stir us up. Guys, you know, when you wave shiny objects in front of people, they don't pay attention to what's really happening. And the more they keep fighting, the keep us fighting, the better it is for them. Be good to each other. I have decided, I think, to get rid of the hat. At least like 50% of the time. Guys, I am so tired of wearing a hat. Now, I'm going to have to figure out what hairstyle works for my giant head and my forehead. But I just think I'm tired of it. I don't know if I'll get rid of it on stage because... That might be too big of a shot for a shock for everybody, but I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the hat. I'm tired of it. So uh, I'm going to figure it out, talk to Beth about it over the next little bit, see what might look the best. Um, but I don't know if I'm going to go crazy hair Jew, like crazy Jufro or just high and tight, or I'll still wear a hat sometimes, but we got to figure it out. I'm, I'm really, I've had enough. I've had enough uh, of the goddamn hat. Although I'll tell you something, 
when people see me without a hat, they're like, hey, can you please put that hat back on? Um, I have been challenged to the one chip challenge by Michelle Beadle and Freddie Prinze Jr. And I'm just telling you right now, I, and look, I've been talking a lot of shit. I posted a video on Instagram calling them pussies or something, telling them I was going to wipe one of those one hot chips on my asshole. Guys, I hate hot food. I fucking hate it. This is going to be so terrible for me, but I'll never admit it to them. But I'm, I'm, I just, and here's how Jewish I am. I Googled, can hot food give you a heart attack? Because <laughs> I was kind of serious. But I think I'm just going to have to tough it out. I'm going to have to be Tommy Tough Pants. And I don't think I'm going to drink any milk. I'm just going to stare at them. Now, I might walk around, and I'm pretty sure that one chip is not going to be good for my leaky gut, and i damn sure it's going to hurt like a firecracker coming out of my asshole. But I, uh, I'm i ready. I'm ready for this challenge. You ready? Is everybody ready to see that shit? I think so. Um, okay, here's another thing. I want to play something for you guys. Um, I want to play something for you guys. I wrote a song that I hope you'll like. I wrote a song, um, and I played it this weekend, um, at the Atlanta shows and I hadn't played it before, but my daughter, when she was very young, like six or seven, we got her a cat and then she in turn, um, she had a, she had a, uh, oh, I'm going mobile everybody. She had a um, talent show, right? And so she wrote a poem for the talent show. And so I, you know, my wife and I, Beth and I, went to the talent show. And so this is the song. This is the poem. I'm sorry. Oh, shit, on a stick. This is the song. Nope, did it wrong again. This is the poem that she wrote and I put it to um, music, but this is what she did at her talent show uh, when she was like six or seven in front of like 300 people. I'm a bad guitar player, for those of you who don't know. And so I don't have the words in front of me, and I've only done it a couple times, but I hope I remember it. Okay. This is the song, the <sighs> poem she wrote about her cat at her talent show when she was like seven in front of like 300 people. Ooh, I love her, my pussy. I like to hug her, my pussy Yeah, my pussy likes to run around And my pussy makes the cutest sounds of my pussy Right? She can be scary, my pussy She's pretty hairy, my pussy My pussy sleeps right on my chest And my pussy, she likes my brother best My pussy She's as happy as can be And she's part of the family and she likes to sleep all over the place 
Yeah, my pussy should lick your face She's as happy as can be Yeah, she's part of the family uh, And she likes to sleep all over the place Yeah, my pussy should lick your face Yeah, my pussy should lick your face Yeah, so that was the song I just wrote. You guys got it a little exclusive on that one. How you feeling about that, huh? I like that one. I really think I'm going to... Uh, I was talking to my buddy Coy from the Zach Brown band. And we're thinking about recording a little album. But I would love to sit down with Wheeler Walker Jr. and talk to him about it, see what the fuck he thinks. You know? It seems like really... Um, <laughs> It seems like it'd be a lot of fun. For those of you who've seen me live, you know I love, love, love bringing out that guitar. And what I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start coming to cities early, a night before, and just doing an hour, I think, of just guitar. I'm going to call it, well, right now I do like 50 minutes of stand-up and about 10 minutes of guitar, and I'll switch it. I'll probably do like 50 minutes of guitar and 10 minutes of stand-up in between songs, like, you know, while I'm sitting on the stool. But I wonder if you that is interesting to you guys at all. It's very interesting to me. I can't wait to do it. I mean, anybody who knows me knows that if I could just get up there with a guitar and sing the whole time, I would do it all the time. I would do it all the time. I would do it all the time. But, unfortunately, nobody's paying me to do that shit. So, <laughs> I'll keep telling the stories. But, if you want to see it, let me know. And I'll, I'll try to arrange it in whatever city you're in. Um, specials coming along well. I, uh, I took a look at, uh, at a cut. It's just now I just, no matter, it's tough to kill your babies, you know? So I got to try to figure that out a little bit, figure out which, um, I guess which jokes to cut. I got to probably cut like 15 minutes out of there. I know I'm going to cut the song at the end. Um, but, and I'll have to cut some of my favorite stories. Damn it. But the ones that I cut, I'm going to release on my YouTube page. And if you're not if you're not on my YouTube page, check it out. It's Josh Wolf on YouTube. And if you're not listening to my watching my high live on Monday nights, man, I really enjoy doing that. I hope you guys tune into my Facebook fan page. But if you don't do that and you want to check them out, they're on my YouTube page. I'm, I'm uploading a couple a week. Um, but listen, you know I'm trying to keep these solo fairly normals kind of short uh to a half an hour because i start rambling for longer and i'm like i feel bad for everybody that you to listen to my fucking voice do you know how much i hate my own voice it's like hard to really put into words how much i dislike my own voice um but that's it everybody let's 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 practice being Let's practice being good to each other. Tell me something good, right? Let's go. Um, I am in, what do you call it? I am in Kansas City this weekend at the Improv. It's weird. I'm at the house by myself, but I just hear someone peeing. 
You know, like when you can hear like a dude with a strong stream. If that's my neighbor peeing, like I have to go shake his hand because that's amazing. Yeah, it just ended. I hope it was him. I'm going to ask him. What time is it? I'm going to be like, hey, did you take a leak yesterday at 5.55? Because that shit was impressive. I might even high five him. Yeah, I'm not going to touch his hand, but. Um, yeah, uh, comedianjoshwolf.com for tour dates. Check out my high live, everybody. I hope you'd like it. And I do a podcast with Freddie Prince Jr. called Prince and the Wolf, plus some really exciting things coming up that I just don't want to talk about because I don't want anyone to steal my idea. But hopefully in the new year, you'll see all of it. Hey, everybody. I know the first half of this was pretty damn serious. I just needed to get it out there. Um, you know how much I love you. Later.